everybody. Welcome to the Contact Buzz, take two, brought to you by High On Sports. The Contact Buzz is a weekly preview show of the biggest games in sports each weekend. My name is Willie, one of the hosts of the High On Sports podcast, and I'm going to preview some of the important games in college and pro football. Not only will I be briefly analyzing the games, but also making predictions on who will win. So thanks for listening, and let's get on to this weekend's game. Okay, everybody, we're going to start this week off in college football with the first game we're going to talk about being Tennessee versus Alabama. This game is going to be played at 2.30 p.m. Central Time in Knoxville, Tennessee at Neyland Stadium. The number one Alabama Crimson Tide rides an 11-game win streak over the Vols coming into the third Saturday in October. The Tide is a 28-and-a-half to 29-point favorite depending on who you, who you look at. Um, they are led by sophomore quarterback Tua Tagovailoa. That's a mouthful. Tua comes into this game as the Heisman frontrunner, but he's nursing a sprained knee. There have been several people that think Nick Saban should sit him this week and let him rest since the Tide have a uh, bye week next week. And backup Jalen Hurts has proven that he can beat Tennessee, having done it the last couple of years himself. Tennessee comes in this week after a stunning upset at Auburn last Saturday. Quarterback Jarrett Garantano uh, led the offense, throwing for 328 yards, two touchdowns, and no interceptions. Tennessee has to throw the ball effectively in order for them to run the ball. If they try to run the ball first and then pass, it's going to be a long day, I believe, for the Big Orange. Um, play calling for the offensive court for new offensive coordinator Tyson Helton is going to be critical. Um, they've gotten in a rut this year of uh, wanting to run a lot on first downs. If they keep keep doing that this year, this game, uh, Alabama is going to take them to the shed. I have a I have a feeling. Um, if they mix it up a little bit on first down, I think uh, keep Alabama on its heels. Um, it might be a game. But uh, Garantano does have some wide receivers to throw it to. Um, he's got three receivers that'll go get the ball. 50-50, get the ball. Uh, throw it up, let them make the plays. One being Jawan Jennings, uh, the other being Marquez Callaway, and the last one being Josh Palmer. Uh, tight end Dominic Wood Anderson, who got hurt in the last game against Auburn, but I think is going to be okay to play this game. Uh, can make a big difference in this game as well not only run blocking, but also in pass catching. Um, Pruitt and his defensive coaches are going to have to call a perfect game, though, in order for Tennessee to have a chance. Um, the atmosphere is going to be great. It's always great when Tennessee and Alabama plays, no matter what the record is. Um, but, you know, if Tennessee can stay in it for a while, that atmosphere is only going to get better and better as the game goes on. If things go south early... Um, it might get ugly, and it might lead to a blowout. The fans will start leaving, things like that. Um, Tennessee is is high right now. I mean, they are, <clears throat> after that Auburn win, which was an upset, um, they have a lot of momentum. Um, Pruitt knows this Alabama team back and forth. I mean, he knows the players. He knows what they can do. I'm sure he's watched tons of film on what they've done this year. Um, Tua hasn't played in the fourth quarter of any game this season, um, and he's still the Heisman front runner, which is crazy. 
Um, I love the big orange, and I would love for them to win, but uh, I'm going to – I'm going to say they hang in there for about three quarters, but Alabama's going to pull it out in the fourth and kind of run away with it. I do think that Tennessee will cover. I think they will I think they will lose, but I think they will lose within that 28-and-a-half to 29 points. On to the next game. Okay, the next game we're going to be talking about is another SEC matchup. It's the Mississippi State Bulldogs versus the LSU Tigers. This game is going to be played at 6 o'clock p.m. Central Daylight Time on ESPN. It's in Tiger Stadium in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Uh, The Bulldogs travel to Death Valley to take on the number five LSU Tigers Saturday night. LSU has uh, has a bye week next week, but they cannot overlook a rejuvenated Mississippi State squad who just came off their bye week. Um, LSU has a lot of uh, momentum, positive momentum, coming off a big win, and I mean big win against Georgia that no one saw. Um, They will be looking to avenge last year's lopsided loss to the Bulldogs. So this game's going to be going to be pretty pretty tough, I believe, for the for the Bulldogs. Quarterback Joe Burrow. Uh, has proven that he can be a really, really good quarterback. Um, not many people knew about him going into the season. He's a transfer from Ohio State. Um, he can throw the ball. He can run the ball when he needs to. He's not a fast kid, but he is pretty good on his feet when he needs to. And he's good at choosing when to run. Um, I like the kid, the uh, Burrow. Um, he's... Like I said, he's just an all-around good quarterback, and uh, he fits uh, Coach Ogeron's team to a T. Um, they, uh, again, like I said, they're coming off last year's game, so they're looking for a little bit of revenge on, on Mississippi State. Um, but Mississippi State's Nick quarterback, Nick Fitzgerald, uh, has started to, uh, to heat up a little bit, so Tigers can't just, you know, go into this game thinking they've got it in the bag and they can't look ahead knowing they have some big games down the road. But, uh, you know, LSU, they're playing at Tiger Stadium in Death Valley at night, which is a very, very tough place to play. Um, it's a big game in the West. I, you know, LSU has to win to have any chance at the at the uh, college football playoff. Uh, Mississippi State's looking kind of be the spoiler. Uh, they've already lost a couple games in the SEC. But, uh, you know, Mississippi State, they're a good team. They're getting better. Um, you know, I think next year they'll be even better than they are this year. But uh, – and I think they're going to play LSU hard in the game. But I think LSU is just an overall more talented team. And I'm going to pick LSU um, to to win pretty handily, I'd say by double digits. <laughs> Okay, our next game features uh, two ACC teams, and they're both ranked. It's probably going to be the best ACC game of the of the year. I know it is so far, but it's the uh, NC State Wolfpack versus the Clemson Tigers. This game is going to be played uh, at 2.30 p.m. Central Daylight Time. Uh, it's in Memorial Stadium in Clemson, South Carolina. Um, the number 16 Wolfpack is going to travel to the ACC's version of Death Valley to take on the number three Clemson Tigers. Uh, the ACC this year is a little down, and uh, they're gonna. This is going to be a big game 
um, in the Atlantic Division of the ACC to see who's you know going to play in the ACC championship game on December first. Uh, both teams are coming off their bye week last week, so they're pretty good and healthy. Um, NC State has a legit quarterback in Ryan Finley, um, and he needs to be able to. But they need to be able to run the ball. Uh, their running game is average at best. If but if they need to have a, a decent running game for them to have a chance at all to beat to beat Clemson. Um, Clemson. Their running game um, is averaging a third best in the NCAA, close to 300 yards per game. I think they're only behind um, Navy and Georgia Tech in running. Um, But they're averaging, I think, around 280 yards per game. Um, I don't see Miss. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't see NC State stopping that. If if NC State has a chance at winning this game, they do have to stop the run. Um, Clemson has a few good running backs. One of them, his name is his last name's Etienne. I think he's a sophomore. He's having a really good season. Um, but Clemson is a uh, an all around good team. They can run the ball and they can pass the ball. So. It's going to be tough for NC State. Um, you know, they – but these two teams play close. The last two years have been decided by a touchdown. In um, last year's game, Clemson won by a touchdown in overtime. So, I, you know, again, the ACC's down. So, you know, both of these teams, uh, whoever wins this game, um, will still have a – I don't say an outside shot at the playoff. The, the if Clemson wins, they're definitely in the playoff hunt. NC State wins; they have to pretty much win out and win the ACC championship to even have a shot at the at the uh, college football playoff. Um, Clemson is a tough place to play, no matter what time of day it is. This is the mid afternoon game. I think it's on uh, ESPN, but uh, I'm going to pick Clemson in this one um, again. I. It's a close game. The last two years have been close. I'm going to say Clemson wins it uh, between seven and ten points. All right, and the last game that I'm going to be talking about today is the Michigan versus Michigan State, Michigan Wolverines versus Michigan State Spartans. This game uh, is coming on at 11 o'clock a.m. Central Daylight Time in uh, Spartan Stadium in East Lansing, Michigan. Uh, this is one of the Big Ten's biggest rivalry games. The Big Ten has a lot of rivalry games, just like the SEC does. Uh, this is one of the biggest. It's an in-state rivalry. Um, it's always a heated matchup, but when both teams have a shot at the uh, – have this game has conference implications and college football playoff implications, it makes it that much juicier. So um, these are fun games to watch. Um don't know what the weather's going to be like during this game, but it's always fun to watch this game when it's kind of overcast and cold. Uh, I don't know what the weather's going to be like tomorrow, but, uh, you know, it's it's one of those brother-versus-brother games, and both teams don't like each other. Michigan calls Michigan State its little brother, and, uh, you know, Michigan State gets mad. Of course, last year, Michigan State won on that that muffed punt by Michigan, got the ball. I mean, with just a few seconds left to go in the game, it was incredible. Um, 
The Wolverines are a seven-point favorite in this game, um, and they're coming off a big win last week versus Wisconsin, um, which is a big game because Wisconsin's, you know, they were – some people had picked Wisconsin to go to the college football playoff, um, which they still do have an outside chance with only one loss, but they'd have to win out. Um, Michigan has undefeated so far, and they are led by their quarterback, Shea Patterson, who is a transfer from Ole Miss. Um, he's been pretty good this season, and it shows what Harbaugh can do if he's got a good quarterback. The last couple of years, Harbaugh's gotten some, uh, you know, some criticism, but his quarterback hasn't been that good. They haven't had that marquee quarterback. Patterson is that marquee quarterback that they've been looking for for the last couple of years. Um, and it shows when, when Harbaugh, who is pro quarterback himself and a quarterback at Michigan – um, you know, when he has a good quarterback, he can do some things. He knows that position well. Um, Michigan State, though, um, leads the nation in rush defense. So it's gonna, they're going to make it tough on Michigan to run the ball. So Patterson's going to have to have a pretty good game in order for them to win. I think, uh, looks, I think the Spartans' defense is only allowing 2.3 yards per rush this season. That's – that's pretty good, especially in a Big Ten, in a league like the Big Ten where running, it's a running league more than it is a passing league. Uh, Michigan State quarterback uh, Brian Lewerke has, uh, he, last week he threw a touchdown pass with 19 seconds left to beat Penn State. That was a pretty big upset. Um, Penn State was favored in that game and had the lead pretty much the whole way until Michigan State got the ball late. And uh, Lewerke threw a touchdown pass, 25-yarder, uh, with 19 seconds left to win that game to, in, to get the upset in Happy Valley. So Michigan State's ready. They, they've played big games. And, well, Michigan has two against Wisconsin. But both of them played big games, so they're, they're going to be up for this game. Again, it's a rivalry game. You never know what's going to happen in these games. It makes it more fun when both teams are ranked. Uh, Michigan State's 24, Michigan's 6. Um, Spartans got a suspect running game. Um, even though they have a good rushing defense, their running game on offense is not that great. Um, so, I th And I think they're going to have a tough time running against the Wolverines. So my prediction, um, I'm going to say Michigan's going to win on the road, and I think they're going to cover. I think they're seven-point favorites. And uh, I think they're going to win. I think they're going to end up winning, end up by double digits. But uh, we'll see. It should be a good game. That's going to be all for the college football picks this week. Um, we'll be back. I'll be back in just a few minutes, or just not a few minutes, but just a little bit with my pro picks for the week. So stay tuned. Alright everybody, we are back, or I am back, with today's NFL picks. It's a slow week for the NFL, so I'm going to only pick three games and talk about three games. The first game I'm going to talk about is the Tennessee Titans versus the LA Chargers. Now this game uh, starts at 8.30 a.m. Central Time. Um, it is being played in London at Wembley Stadium. It's one of the, uh, the England games that it's played every year, and uh, so it's the Titans and Chargers' turn. 
Um, now, Titans, they're trying to forget the 21 to nothing disaster last week versus the Ravens where they gave up 11 sacks on Mariota. Um, I don't care who you are, but if, you're give, if your team, if your offensive line gives up 11 sacks to the defense, you're probably going to lose. So uh, they got to have fixed that since last week. Um, they haven't scored a touchdown in eight quarters, and their offense ranks 30th in the league. So not looking good for scoring as far as the Titans go. But you know what? This is the NFL. Anything can happen week to week. Just when you think you have it figured out, stuff happens. So who knows? Um, the Chargers are traveling 5,000 miles to get to London, which is kind of crazy in itself. Um, but that's just the way it goes. That's how the uh, schedule worked out for them. Now, the Chargers, they're going for their fourth consecutive win. Um, they are pretty. They are still behind the Chiefs in the AFC West, but a win uh, would put them firmly in second place. Uh, behind the Chiefs, one game behind the Chiefs, matter of fact. Uh, both teams will enter their bye weeks after this game, so that's a good thing the NFL does, is any team that travels to England or London to play, they do get their bye week afterwards to kind of get their sea legs back for the rest of the season. So I kind of like the way the NFL does that. Still not a fan of the England-London games, but uh, and they're talking about putting a team over there for good. Uh, either an expansion team or a team moving. Um, unless you put several teams over there where they just can play each other and maybe have some teams travel, um, I don't get just having one team over there. Uh, it doesn't make sense for the time change. I mean, they're five hours ahead of the Eastern time zone, um, almost ten hours ahead of the Pacific time zone. So... Doesn't make a lot of sense to put a team over there all together, um, but we'll see. You know, it's the NFL. They do what they want to do. So, um, you know, it's a tough game. Um, if this were being played here in the States, either at Tennessee or in, in L.A., I would, uh, I would pick the Chargers in a heartbeat. Um, again, since this is a, the game where everybody has to travel, you just don't know. Um, you know, being here in Nashville, the Titans fans, they're revved up and ready to go. Um, they're, uh, from what I could hear, um, there's a lot of, a lot of Nashvillians or a lot of Titans fans traveled to London. So it's going to be a pretty good turnout for the Titans. Um, but again, the team's got to, you know, they got to come back. Uh, they haven't played good in a few weeks ever since that, uh, Overtime win against the Eagles. Everybody thought, hey, they're turning the corner. They're going to start, you know, making that playoff push. They lost two really bad games, one to Buffalo, and then the, uh, they could they played even worse against the Ravens. So my prediction for this game, you know, it was tough. Um, I'm not a Titans fan, even though I live here in Nashville. Um, this game is... It's hard to pick because of the travel and because of the time change. You just don't know how teams are going to react. You know, the Titans need this win, so they're going to be the more desperate team. But 
I'm going to pick the Chargers, and I think they're going to win kind of handily. The next game we're going to talk about and pick is the New England Patriots versus the Chicago Bears. Uh, This game is being played at noon Central Time, and it is going to be played at Soldier Field in Chicago. Uh, Again, not a very heavy slate of great games this week for the NFL. Uh, That's why I'm only picking three. That's kind of the three best ones. Um, So we'll go from there. But uh, this game looks to be pretty decent, especially on paper at first, um, because the way the Bears have been playing, had been playing, uh, Mitch Trubisky, the second-year quarterback out of North Carolina, has been – he was lighting it up at first. Um, he's kind of calmed, kind of come back to earth here lately. Um, but he's still pretty good. I mean, the offense is decent for the Bears. Um, they just need to, he needs to keep up this hot pace. Um, they are taking on the Patriots and that's, everybody thought the Patriots were done. They lost two in a row. Well, their demise was a little bit, a little bit, little bit in haste because they've won some big games and looks like they're back with Brady and Belichick doing what Brady and Belichick do. So um, the defense for Chicago might be without Khalil Mack. Um, they don't know. He's listed his day-to-day with an ankle injury. Of course, aren't we all day-to-day? But, uh, you know, if he plays, he's going to be probably not full speed. Um, but – you know, 75, 80% Khalil Mack's better than no Khalil Mack. So, but he's going to be easier to take care of if he's not full speed. So, um, New England's looking for their first road win of the season uh, after coming off a big home win versus the Chiefs last week, last Sunday night, which was a very good game. They beat the Chiefs 43-40. to 40. Um very, very entertaining game. Um, the Chiefs scored with about a uh, couple of minutes to go in the fourth quarter to take the lead. Or actually to tie it. I'm sorry. They didn't take the lead. They tied it. Of course, two minutes might as well be 12 minutes to Tom Brady. Um, the Patriots went down, did what they do, uh, took the clock all the way down to three or four seconds to go and kicked a short field goal for the winner just like the Patriots always do. So, but it was an entertaining game. 43 to 40, a lot of points scored. Um, you know, it was uh, it was a fun game to watch. But uh, Chicago is a different team. You know, it, like I said, it's the NFL. You never know what's going to happen, especially this year. Um, you know, this year has been kind of crazy in NFL. Just when you think, I'd hate to, I'm not a gambling person, so I thank goodness because – I wouldn't know how to bet these games. Um, Just when you think you have it all figured out, just everything is up. It's fruit basket turnover. So, so you never know. Chicago plays good at home. Uh, That is a tough, tough, tough uh, road test for the Patriots. Um, Chicago is coming off of disappointing loss to Miami last week. Um, So they're going to be a desperate team. You know, they're going to be desperate for a win. They need to They need to keep pace with Minnesota. Um, the Packers, you know, are in there. Um, 
So Chicago needs to keep pace. So they're going to be a little bit desperate playing the playing the Patriots. But again, it's the Patriots. Um, I think in this one, my prediction for this one is New England. Um, they're just too good for the Bears, I think. And uh, the Bears may or may not have Khalil Mack, and if he does, it's going to be a slowed down Khalil Mack. So I'm going to take the Patriots with a comfortable win. All right. Our last game that we're going to talk about tonight or today is uh, the, the Cincinnati Bengals at the Kansas City Chiefs. This one's going to be played Sunday night, so that makes two games in a row on Sunday night for the Chiefs. Uh, last week they played at New England and lost 43-40. to This week they are at home at Arrowhead Stadium, which is a very tough place to play, night or day. Um, but like I said, they came, they're coming off that tough loss. The Bengals also coming off a tough loss to Pittsburgh, who they just cannot seem to beat at Cincinnati at home. Um, again, Ben Roethlisberger goes down the field, uh, scores – in the last seconds to give uh, Pittsburgh the win there. So Cincinnati, both Cincinnati and Kansas City are, are desperate for a win. Um, this game's got a lot of good receivers in it. Um, for the Bengals, you have A.J. Green, who's their best receiver. Um, I don't know of any of the other ones. Uh, Tyler Eifert, the tight end for the Bengals, is hurt again. Uh, poor Poor guy can't catch a break. He's out for the season again this year. Uh, was out, only played a couple of games last year or a few games. I'm not exactly sure. Um, they do have a decent running back in Joe Mixon, um, who's got 336 yards on the on the season so far with two TDs. Um, and Andy Dalton, the Ginger Ninja. He uh, he's a good quarterback. Um, the Bengals, though, have always just done enough to either to make the playoffs and have an early exit in the playoffs or just miss the playoffs. Um, they do have some talent on that team. The defense uh, isn't all that great, but they are missing a couple of key players on defense this week. For the Chiefs, you got second-year sensation Patrick Mahomes. Uh, the kid can sling it around the yard like nobody's business. And he has some great receivers. Um, he's got Tyreek Hill as one of his receivers. Fast, fast, fast. Just throw it up and let him run under it. Um, they also have Travis Kelsey, the tight end, who is very, very good himself. Um, probably, I would say, top two. I'd say better than Gronkowski if I had to if I had to choose one that I wanted to start a team with and I had to choose tight end first. I think I'd choose Kelsey over Gronkowski. Um, for one, he's not hurt as much, but uh, Mahomes has got some weapons uh, as far as as running the ball. Kareem Hunt um, for the year he's got four hundred and fifty six yards with four touchdowns. So. On paper, you would think that the Chiefs would run away with this, but the Bengals have been playing pretty good ball this year. Um, had they won that game last week against Pittsburgh, they only have one loss. They'd only have one loss. Of course, they lost to Pittsburgh, so they got two losses. But, uh, you know, they're a good team. Marvin Lewis, the Rasputin of the NFL. I can't believe he's lasted this long. Um, 
He's been with the for the Bengals for a long, long time. And everybody knows <clears throat> Andy Reid's uh, record in Kansas City. He starts off really hot usually. Then towards the middle of the season, they kind of get on a slide, just like they did last year. They started out 5-0 and last year, then they lost six in a row. So is that going to happen this year? Um, is the pressure on Kansas City not to let that happen? So I don't know. Um, they're they were five and zero this year. Now they're five and one after losing to the Patriots last year. So you never know. Again, the NFL, you never know what's going to happen. Just when you think you have it figured out, it all goes south. So again, Arrowhead, um, tough place to play. Um, one of the great old older stadiums. Um, and the fans there are they get loud. They love their Chiefs there. Um if I had, my prediction is this, I think it'll be close in the first half. But I think the Chiefs are gonna win comfortably at home in the second half, gonna take it and pull away in the second half. So my prediction is the Chiefs in a comfortable victory. <clears throat> All right. Well, that's all the games I'm going to choose today. Um, to just to recap the picks that I have for college, for my college picks, I have Alabama over Tennessee, LSU over Mississippi State, Clemson over North Carolina State, Michigan over Michigan State. Um, in the NFL, my NFL picks are the L.A. Chargers over the Titans, the Patriots over the Bears, and Kansas City Chiefs over the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, I'm not a uh, professional prognosticator, so if you listen to this, um, bet at your own risk. <laughs> I just uh, look at the facts of the game and kind of go with my heart. I don't. I've never been a big sports better, so please don't take these picks to the bank. Um, you know, you can uh, you can take the analysis and do what you want with it, but. Uh, but no, it's it. I like doing this. I like picking games. This is the games I'm going to take pay attention to this weekend, especially the Tennessee Alabama game. So, uh, go Big Orange. Um, that's my school. So I'm hoping uh, hoping you hoping everybody has a good and safe weekend. Um, be sure to listen to the High on Sports podcast each week. Um, we usually have it out either on Monday or Tuesday. Uh, to hear how these games went, plus some other games that we might talk about. Um, you can hear the High on Sports podcast on SoundCloud or iTunes or on our website, uh, www.highonsports.org. Um, if you have some time, if you listen to us on iTunes or SoundCloud or anything, uh, subscribe for one thing uh, on iTunes and then give us a rating. Uh, like to, We'd like to hear how we're doing. Again, we're not a serious show. We like to talk sports. We like to be goofy. Um, check out our website. Um, I've, got a, I've got a page for the contact buzz. It kind of shows my record. You can listen to the show on the website. You can listen to our the Highland Sports Podcast on our website. You can listen to all 29 episodes if you want to on the website. So go there. Uh, there's some fun things. You can sign up to get emails from us when we do stuff. Uh, we do sometimes have, uh, some, 
remote locations that we do the show from, and uh, we'll email you and let you know where we're going to be. Um, we do have a YouTube channel. Just look up High on Sports. Um, right now, it, that's in the infancy stage, so it's only got a couple videos on there. Uh, we will have more. But uh, we also do the show on Facebook Live, either Monday or Tuesday, uh, depending, usually Mondays. But uh, if the Predators are in town, we go to those games. So if the Predators play on Mondays at home, uh, we usually do the show on Tuesdays. But uh, I thank you for listening. I'm having a lot of fun doing this. I know this is only my second episode, but uh, I'm having a great time doing it. I appreciate everybody who listens, and I appreciate everybody who listens to the High on Sports podcast. And uh, we'll see you next week. Um, this is Willie. And uh, until next week, know your limit. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody.